Welcome to the One Clap Podcast. This is your host, Boomer. Uh, if you are finding us, this is our first episode. So uh, thanks again, and uh, click subscribe and follow us uh, on Twitter as well, at the One Clap. Uh, me and Spence are going to dive into some fancy football uh, stuff, uh, a little bit about the draft, and some quarantine uh, stuff going on as well. It's April 29th, 2020, and uh, we thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Before I get questions, man, I'd like to say something. All right, I'd like to welcome in our co-host, Spence. You there, buddy? Oh, I think I'm here. Boom, are you there? I'm obviously I just said it. <laughs> What's going on? on everybody i'm spence that's good uh yeah can you believe we're actually doing this been a long time coming we've been talking about this for what like eight years now how many beers have been drinking drank drank drunk discussing what we're going to do well i've been drinking about uh eight beers uh i don't know we're just winging this we're two cool <laughs> cats we know our shit. We're ready to rock and roll. All right. Well, let's go. I I know I guess sent you some of the stuff. We're going to I was going to just talk about like what we're doing during quarantine. Like what what is your day like? Like what what is a normal day for you? Cuz it's it's a little strange for me. I got to say. Oh, you don't say your shit's strange. <laughs> I am strange. I, I'm like, I, I don't know. I got like some thoughts on this and like, I, I don't know what's going on. Like for instance, everyone's like so bored. I feel like the days are going by like super fast. Do you find that? You never know what day it is. I find myself asking what, what day it is. What time is it? It's already eight o'clock at night. It feels like it's three eighteen PM. I don't know. I mean, shit's just, I'm all out of sorts. I'm losing my fucking mind yeah dude it's, it's bad i i i stopped kind of figuring it. i mean the, the day thing is fine it's just the time like the time goes by i thought it would be like really boring and like that's still boring but like i feel like my day like it, it's literally eight o'clock at like seven o'clock at night right now and the whole day went by like super quick yeah i just don't get it well it is it is seven o'clock what time does it feel like to you though right now it's still light out, so like it feels more like a four o'clock or five o'clock, you know. Are you intoxicated? I'm. I am slightly. I will. Let, let's preface <laughs> that. I have been drinking for, and I didn't eat dinner, so like I had that like really quick buzz. You know what I'm saying? Like where you drink a couple beers real quick and you get that like light kind of head rush. The liquid diet. I've been living on that for quite some time now. Yeah, I, and I, I'm usually good with my foods. I eat like a big breakfast and like a light lunch. And I haven't eaten dinner, so I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm by, feeling it. By big by big back breakfast, like what four bowls of like sugar smacks and no, Applejack. you know what? I got my ass up and went to McDonald's. <laughs> That's like the highlight of my week when I go outside for like the first time in five days, and I go get a big iced coffee and some sausage McMuffin. You know what? I, you know my McDonald's breakfast. Yeah. You- like you, yeah, yeah, it's it's 
it's a that's, good golf ritual. It gets the it gets yeah. the golf game, and well, at least for somebody, it does. Not I don't stray from I don't stray from the the McDonald. Yeah, so I went and did that, and because I had work, I worked this morning. I got that. I need. I knew like I had to get up, and I had a bunch of shit to do today this morning early. Yeah, because I wanted like a lot of time in the afternoon to kind of like prep stuff. So yeah, yeah. I, I had like this banging like awesome morning with like work, really productive, and like <clears throat> I made like the. Yeah, like I made it seem like I did all this work and it was really like only a couple hours of like doing stuff and I'm done for the day. Right. You made it seem like you had an eight hour productive day. Really. It was more like 11 and a half minutes. Yeah. And what's strange is like I did some phone interviews today and that's scary by, by the way, but go ahead. Can... Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother Continue. subject, but I just <laughs> found and my my voice like I was on these calls for like I was on like four long phone calls where I was like talking and the interviews are not a lot of them talking it's a lot of me talking if that makes sense if only they knew the other end of the phone what you're about your morals <laughs> but we'll get into that later but whatever go ahead I'm, continue I'm, I'm literally like sitting in my recliner in like my gym shorts and like tank top and like interviewing people for a job. I don't even have a job. You're not wearing your tuxedo t-shirt with no sleeves while you're giving these it's interviews. Dry, it's getting dry cleaned right now. <laughs> Mine is too. <laughs> oh, I gotta get that prep because that might be my that might be my outfit Sunday. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> oh, for golf. All right, all right. So continue, uh, ruining people's uh, eventual careers. Go ahead. Ah, listen, man. I think I'm doing – I'm sneakily somehow really good at recruiting. Like, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, you're persuasive. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm doing it, man. It's it's kind of it's kind of real. Actually, it's it's really – yeah, who knows? But, yeah, I had a productive morning, so, like, I could, like, basically fuck off for the rest of the afternoon. That's what I did, essentially. So, All right. Now well, we're here. But then I start drinking. Then, you know, I ran some technical issues and – all that so to, all right so we're on the quarantine stuff like what have you been doing to keep busy what kind of i know you've been doing some side work but like what what else all right so i'm a painter we know that i'm out of work right now due to this lovely covid 19 but we're on the same boat here we're all fighting a good fight but uh i'm not gonna lie I, i'm a married man so ladies keep your keep your ears off of me did right now get, i'm a married man now, listen, if we actually achieve to get any listeners, you better believe there are probably not going to be any women listening to this podcast. Maybe maybe your wife, because she loves oh, me. She loves me more. But Oh, my God. I've, I've been having that fear for quite some time now, but you confirmed that. So we'll – I know where you live, and we'll talk after this uh, airing is over. Did but you... I have a wife. Her name is Jackie. That's all you need to know about her. We have a lot of sex, and I, <laughs> I get drunk. Uh, I ordered the old Nintendo game uh, system that holds 622. I mean, the fucking system is like literally the size of a shot glass, and it holds 622 games. Remember okay. in old school Nintendo, you used to have to blow into the to the Mario game just to get it to work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I I've been doing that. Uh, I've been zooming with you and other friends, but uh, what'd you think of the I'm bingo? Really game? Getting really. That lasted like eight seconds, so that was cool. But you know, our friend, our friend Stephanie, put in hard work and effort on that. I just been getting really fucked up lately. I've been getting drunk. I've been taking advantage of. I don't have a lot of time off normally in normal life, and now I do. And 
I'm basically 21 years old, even though I'm really 36. And uh, I'm making the best of this. That's all I can say. I, I'm, I don't know what else to say other than that. I'm just no, I writing you. that. Dude, I, I've been – I had a bad week. It was like – I don't know if it was two weeks ago. Maybe it was two weeks ago. I had a bad week of the drinking. And I, the past two weeks – I've like kind of limited towards like the weekend, you know what I mean? And maybe like one or yeah. two at dinner, a couple nights a week. Right. Now like this one day, I swear to God, I, I must, I thought it was like, a, you know, it's, it's a Tuesday and you think it's like Saturday night and you're like, whatever, I'm just, I'm, I'm having fun. I, next thing I know, there's yeah. just beer cans everywhere. <laughs> and they're all <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah, dude, I actually do. I feel really today's trash day. Like I have to like covertly take out the trash. If that makes any sense. <laughs> I feel judgment every time I take out the trash. I put out a group at a time so they don't realize like. Yo, you ain't kidding. I do. I swear I do. I literally. And today was the worst. I actually had a couple bags and I had put them in. I had them in like trash bags because I don't have a recycling yeah. on top. And yeah. I was taking them down the, down the steps and the landlord showed up. Oh, that's a good luck. Boom. So like I got like I got like three freaking filled to the brim tied uh, trash bags full of rolling rock cans, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh man, every girl's dream." <laughs> I know it was it was bad, and like it, it, I don't know, it's it's been wrong. I mean, like I said, I've been I've been working more, so like I kind of haven't been drinking as much, and like I, I've been trying to like keep it to the weekend, but it's still bad. It's still like. Well, yeah, that's that's keeping you out of trouble for a little bit. I got a question for you, though. Me? Um, yes, yes. The the epidermis of your palm. I want to say specifically your right palm. Does that have uh, severe nerve damage from all the chafing and heavy usage? And I'll just let you take it from there. It's weathered. I'll admit. <laughs> It's weathered. I'll I'll say this. It's it's getting a lot of use, pal. I I gotta admit, it's to help you out. The epidermis is the outer skin layer, so it's it's like your biggest organ in your body. I know what it is. Right? Ah, shit. We we are kind of smart, aren't we? I'm pre med, dude. I was pre med at Kutztown. Don't you know that? <laughs> pre med with a minor in photography. Oh God, you scare me more by the minute, and I feel like I've known you forever. All right, yes. so we both have a kind of an idea how we get by day to day. I mean, I don't know. All right, so go- one one thing I wanted to bring up was like, what's one thing after everything kind of gets back to normal? One activity or thing you're gonna do that you really look most forward to? Oh, you mean other than getting the hell out of the house? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to do that. But, like, what's just one? It could be something small. It could be something big. Like, well, what's... Like, I get excited to go to Walgreens, like, today. Like, uh, anything to get me out of the house. I'm, like, giving myself a pep talk in the mirror. Like, I'm excited. I'm, but all shit aside, once, once everything is normal, I mean, we're old now, pal. We were just getting to start our get our groove on with golf. We were. Uh, I'm a retired softball Hall of Famer. You're still <laughs> playing. You're in a lot better shape than I am. So really, this is all I have: work, sex, 
with the wife. Uh, and golf. That's it. I mean, there's worse, there's worse things in life than that. I hear you. Yeah. Oh, I mean, does that does sports count? I mean, when this yeah, is sports, all I mean, over, besides like, sports, like, what's the one? I'm not saying like, oh, you know, everyone wants to watch, wants to watch sports, but like, yeah, yeah one yeah, thing like you said, like you know, when all this is good, I just want to go out and do this. Like, what's one thing you really miss? Or one thing you're gonna do. It may not be something you miss. You just you're gonna do this. Like this is you've decided. All right, so we we're older. We don't go out as much, but going into a backyard, drinking some beers, playing some cornhole, bag of whatever you call it, uh, can jam. I miss the shit out of can jam. Uh, you know, uh, barbecues. Maybe meeting up with the boys at Hooters, aka me and you, because we're the only ones that still go there. <laughs> and, <laughs> like seriously i haven't and, been eating uh, a lot of chicken i haven't been eating a lot of wings friday was the first time i ate wings for like i'm gonna say like two, a month and a half that's just i don't even think i know you anymore well and it's not that i just don't i don't like takeout wings and every place i'm getting it delivered from like wing spot and this and that like yeah, I just they don't yeah. taste right. Like Hooters, Hooters is one of our. We've always talked about. It. We could have three episodes on Hooters. First of all, uh, well, that's episode two, three, yeah. four, two, three, five, and four. Next. Yeah, well, we'll have a recap on Hooters. But I, did, I when I get the, <laughs> when I get takeout from Hooters, it sucks to me. It just it's like just well, any takeout to be any takeout's not as good. We, I mean, that just. You can go to Del, Del Frisco Steakhouse. I mean, you eat it two days later or, or even later that afternoon. It's not as good. Yeah, you're, you're right. I, 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 that's anywhere. You. I'm not just – I'm not blaming Hooters. It's just one I think of because I've gotten takeout from there, and I haven't liked it. So, I have one – I had one thing of wings last week during the draft, the second night, and they were just okay. And I was like, ah. I, I mean, it kind of – quenched my wing thirst but it was like ugh, you know whatever right, right. so well, the girls been given been uh at the hooters employees i've been catching a break of you know not i think you know i uh i'm not a huge person that donates to charity but i think we should start a hooters waitress like go fund me like they're out of work you know you stop that's somebody's daughter I, there's no reciprocation to what we're donating. It's not like they have to, you know. Didn't you write Hooters an email to try, not an attempt to eat their wings again, but mostly to undress them with your eyes, per se? All well, I, I did lodge a complaint with their corporate office regarding the, the Northeast <laughs> Philly um, location because I was petting. Dude, that was our spot, and yeah, they closed it down. Yeah. It's been our spot for like a fucking decade now, bro. Yo, the the lady who responded to that email threw the most shade I've ever seen over an email. And nothing's been done. No, there's absolutely no nothing has been done to to appease me. A loyal she, Hooters customer. Very loyal, and she didn't even give you the. She like just she like blew, like it was like the most like nonchalant like passive aggressive like fuck you email ever. Can we have a twenty dollar gift certificate, please? It's, I mean, for fuck's sake. I did ask for a gift. Maybe I, maybe I did. I went fishing for the gift certificate. I think maybe. Yeah, we didn't get it. So whatever. No. <sighs> Don't get me started, man. Don't, 
Don't get well, me started. One thing I haven't told you yet is what's that? Like one thing I'm missing, I miss, or I'm gonna go like one activity. One thing I'm gonna do. I'm legit. Like I just decided just the other day when all this kind of calms down a little bit. Uh huh. I'm shipping off to like Florida for like a couple weeks, man. Uh, I'm not even joking. I'm I'm getting in my car. I'm gonna go down to like Clearwater, St. Petersburg, and just hang by the tiki bars and the, some beach. Do a little golfing for like a couple weeks. I don't care, man. I need to get out of this freaking apartment. I uh, uh, I hear you, dude. I hear you. you're all cooped up. I hear you. The the surgery on the hand. I mean, but I mean. You're going to go solo? You're just going to fly down to Florida and just make the rings? I think so. What the hell else am I going to do? I I hear you. How many lawsuits in Florida do you currently have? You know, there was... reasons we don't even need to discuss. There there was that uh, time I, I went down there two years ago, which I think I'm only kind of look frowned upon within the Tampa... Uh, police department so you know i'm clear to go to like some of the other you know cities and stuff like that so okay all right yo yeah. we'll be we'll be okay i i did uh, you know i'm not so much in trouble with the the with florida as i am my uh, company that sent me down there the hotel bill was a little bit more due to some um entertainment uh purchases that i made on the tv uh that weekend so Oh man, this all seems very typical of you, boom. Uh, hey, just go nuts, go down there, and have fun, be safe. I don't even know if you're gonna have to wear a mask when this. What are we talking when this is all said and done? Like, is I, it ever gonna be safe to shake someone's hand or pick, grab a hooker's ass or do coke off her ass? Or, I, I mean, I, what are the boundaries going forward? We'll say pushing 2021 like what is safe it's gonna be a while man i think you know after a month i think a month or two we're gonna be able to like travel and like go out to restaurants a little bit and you're still gonna have to be like we're golfing sunday like you they they, we have to wear a mask you know that right yeah that sucks like get i'm gonna have to put a straw through the mask and yeah that was the first thing i thought of i was like okay wear a mask like how am i gonna drink the beer yeah, yeah, who drinks a beer with a straw? Honestly. Honestly, who does it, man? <laughs> no, uh, we'll figure it out. I'll make my I'm making my own mask. I don't know, we'll figure it out. But they uh, yeah, they, they posted they posted something on their Facebook. It was, you know, you still have to like, you have to keep like far apart from other groups and uh, all right. But I, mean, I don't know that we make it pit we barely make it through the course without getting kicked out when there's nobody there. When everybody's all excited and they bring their family out and they, they bring little Toby out and the kids and whatever, and everybody's got their cute little masks on and enjoying a nice – it's supposed to be 75 and sunny, by the way. I hope you – I don't know if you – I knew it was that. supposed to be sunny. I didn't see the exact uh, weather report. but Well, for the listeners out there, we got the biggest hooligans in the – world coming out to shoot some golf with uh you don't want to be in front of us you don't want to be even close to behind us we drink we talk shit we make fun of each other we're the worst i don't know um you know you're right i think i think people are going to social distance 
us anyway because we were just like dis- dis- disgusting humans in general on the course. <laughs> hey, well put, fair like, enough. Like, I'm pretty sure people keep their distance anyway. Even like groups of dudes go out there, got like they look at us and we're just a bunch of degenerates out there. Uh, do you disagree with them? Or, Not quite. You know? I mean, you know. Yeah. Hey, I'm just looking forward to get the hell out, man. I'm pumped. I know. I'm 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 excited. A little rusty, man. It's gonna suck a little bit, but you know. You want to take a split second to, in that honor of finally getting out, dip back a social, right now, my man. I'm I'm ready to open another one. Um, I'm open, ready to go. Let's go. I'm open right now. Get air cheers right now. Here we go. Sea bottom. Wow, that's a good. Oh, that's good. Oh, once it hits your fucking lips. All right, Boomy. What do we got? What do you want to talk about? Okay, now now we're talking a little bit about the draft. We're not getting into the Philly stuff yet. Don't just just keep keep the lid on a little bit. Just the draft as a whole. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I, what was your like thoughts of how they did the draft and like the virtual stuff and like. Did you like some things? Did you not like some things? Like, what was, what did you like? All right. Honestly, coming into Thursday, I was like a little kid sliding down the railing, down at the bottom of the steps, screaming for my parents to follow me down so I can jump in front of the Christmas tree. Like, I was fucking excited, man. Like, I was excited, too. Even though, what were we excited about? A virtual draft that you're going to, like – look at nothing but it was sports related finally yeah i mean that part was awesome it was just it was just happy to have something on but like you know it it, i thought it was good in the sense like like the virtual stuff was cool like i don't know they used to did you watch some of those drafts from like the 80s when it was like people sitting in the basement of a marriott smoking cigarettes and like (laughs) Well, well at least we think it was cigarettes it could have been whatever, dude. They were just, was, like, I was. I thought it was kind of go go back to that a little bit, but it didn't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, nah, dude. I, I, th- I think actually, you know, after I think teams actually did a lot better because it was like no like pomp and circumstance. Like there wasn't the big things that the the draft crowds and all the stuff going on. Like it was going to be in Vegas on like the Bellagio pool, like. Dude, yeah, they were gonna like make a new Titanic and like have them like come yeah, up. Yeah, they're gonna stand on the boat and like a boat would like take them up to the stand. Like, like all that shit's fun. It's cool, but like they make money off the draft. But you don't really need it if you really think about what the draft is. It's literally just college students getting their name pulled out of a hat, and you know you're on this team, you're on this team type of thing. Like, it doesn't need to be that. But I thought it was good. I thought there was a lot less hitches. You know, all the everyone was thinking people were gonna like lose internet and this and that and it didn't happen but it's like the like uh ratings wise i think it was like hands down the highest rating wise stat or draft in nfl draft history oh yeah and it was like one of the highest ratings for anything almost i think people in like zimbabwe were like watching the draft yeah, it, it was big. People were excited. Was, and I watched – and I probably watched the most of a draft I've ever watched. Like, I was Saturday, Sunday – or, like, what did it go? It went to Saturday, right? 
Yeah, Friday or Thursday, Friday. Thursday's first. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, I'm yeah. sitting there at like it's round six. You couldn't <laughs> wait to hear who was getting picked like 900. I know. I'm like sitting there. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I'm like yelling. I'm like, oh, why would this person, why would he do that? You know, it's so stupid. And I'm like, I have no idea. But like, I thought it was really ironic. And like, correct me if I'm wrong. There's a couple of things I like thought were really stupid or like silly. Go ahead. Give it to me, bro. I'm, I can handle it. <sighs> Let's go. All right. I'm going to say the first one first because it's not that bad. But um, the, like, they're all about the, virtual stuff like the like roger goodell's in his house the coaches are at their house they're quiet like there's no groups of people and then you cut to the players and they got like like 10 people sitting around them right and people it's like you (laughs) the whole point was not to have like people you know there is like this pandemic going around. Like you can get a bad virus and die. We're supposed to be social distancing. Yeah, and then you cut to like someone's house, and they got like people sitting on top of each other, you know, waiting for like they got like like three cousins. I got like I think one of them had like three girlfriends sitting there. Like yeah, I I think I noticed an orgy or two like in the background. There's definitely like, like there was an orgy. There was a, a side piece uh, siding. Um, there was. <laughs> did you see the? CD Lamb take the girlfriend. The girlfriend's he, the girlfriend took his phone. And he grabbed yeah, it out of because he he's got side pieces. You know, Dude, you know what he's doing. Oh my god! And like he tried to play it all. Like I was like on Twitter after, and he's tweeting that after after that picture went viral. Like a couple minutes after, he was like, "Yo, yeah. bro, he was like tweeting. He was like, that it wasn't even what you think. Like that, that's not even what you think it was." And like he's right. like, he trying to defend himself. Like CD Lamb getting drafted, and we'll. Get into how I feel about that because honestly, as soon as you said his name, my <laughs> blood pressure fucking spiked. I'm watching but, NFL Network right now, and coincidentally, his highlights are on TV right now. Oh, it would be, just wouldn't it? Huh? Would no, you look it, at that? Yeah. The so so yeah, that that was funny. I thought like the actually, you know what I was annoyed by? They kept showing, uh, and I agree with everything you said, like. uh you know, everybody's trying to follow this social distancing thing the best we can. We're all breaking the rules here and there. You know, I don't know. Everybody's just getting yeah. by the best they can, trying to stay healthy. That's most important. But they kept showing Roger Goodell, oh, there's your favorite chair. And they kept showing him in this little shit brown chair in his basement. And didn't they have, like, a, a giveaway? Like, uh, I don't even know. Like, there was some raffle. Like, the winner gets to come down. Do- down and sit there with did you see that yeah well they, they, they is it to watch a game or something yeah to watch a game and i'll sit on my couch and did you i'm about that? to send my five-month-old baby doll a puppy dog and shit on his couch like i'm not a goodell fan i'm not I, no, I, I never well, was. do you hear did you hear it's a bid do you hear like people are bidding on it who though did you hear anybody who's, in this you, country you didn't, you didn't hear anybody who's bidding the guy who's bidding on it to who has boom? I have I haven't even looked at it since then. So uh, of course, Portnoy from Barstool got a hold of it. Oh, and he's a gajillionaire now. Uh, so he's bidding like that? he's bidding like he put a, his first bid was like twenty grand. Why? Because he, he hates, hates him. He hates him. 
how do you like that's his plan he wants He's to clearly making a mockery of him he wants to sit in his chair with his clown face on yeah that'll that'll never dude if you uh if he, he probably he will win the bid because who the hell has more money than him right now that will bid on it you know what if i mean like, dell has half a brain he's gonna go to the next highest bidder yeah that was a stupid move but like <laughs> It, like it's gonna happen, but like, yeah, that that was dumb. I his stuff. I thought him at the beginning was funny, where he kind of leaned into the the booing him on stage thing. He was like, oh, he kind of played it off as a joke. Like, I think that's funny when people can make fun of themselves. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I, I think that's fine. Like, but yeah, the, he, it was just him. Every other like every pick was just kind of an, like, all right, dude, let's let's go. Move move to the next. Give somebody else a shot. Like. Do you know what else I found interesting about Goodell? What's that? He's the only fucking guy in the world in a virtual draft. Did you ever notice his, like, 25-inch iPad in the background with all the fans, like, in the Zoom screens? He's the only guy in a virtual draft that still found a way to get booed. Like, they, I don't know if, like, the – whatever. Or the, the fan bases collaborated. Did you notice in the background they were like, boo? Yeah, he was he was asking for it almost. He's like, yeah, (laughs) he knows he gets booed. I mean, it's 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 kind of like a. How do you get booed in your own brown chair in your own basement? And there's a a laptop in front of you. That he's a hated guy, man. That's it. Nobody fucking likes the guy. Everybody hates him. I get it. No, it's it's messed up. Um, The other thing, and this, like I said, I said the first thing first. The second thing I'm kind of like was it was like tragedy gate from the, every pick. Like okay, I'm- like every single it sounds bad, and I hate to speak like bad of like the dead and stuff like. But like they they it's like the third fourth round, and like they're like yeah we're you know Detroit's uh, taking linebacker out of LSU. Yeah, his uh, his cousins. Uh, friend died one time of a drug overdose and like it's it's like it sounds bad but it was just like it was like every single person they had to go talk about like a, a like a, a parent that died or some like just was like every single one like they didn't need to do it every single time like i get people play for player you know, pe- i know every city had a new recipient hey, hey much respect for the people that have passed away and yeah i feel bad i feel bad saying it but like but, but we're watching the NFL draft. We have nothing to look forward to in life. Uh, we don't want to be depressed. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You know. Yeah, it was just it was just a little. It was a little bit much. That's all I gotta say. Hey, boom! Real quick, I'm getting thirsty again. What do you think? I'm, I'm so. You want to cheers again or what? The same the fucking bottom. I don't want to cheers. We're not like we're not. At a ho- I, well, if I see bottom, bottom, I'm gonna have to get another beer, and like we're gonna have dead air. I guess I can. I, I can whatever. Yeah. Let's just let's chug. All right, we'll chug. One, let's two, three. Chug your beer. Go. Let's go. Thank God, that's cold. Oh yeah. <clears throat> what are you drinking over there? Right now, I'm drinking Miller Lite. Old fa- dude, I, I've gone back to Rolling Rock as the Old Faithful again. That's my quarantine beer. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rolling Rock? Yeah. That's what's up. 
So I have a bar in my house to all you out there, and I have rolling. Hello. Drank a lot of them in our past time. You still got – you cut out a little bit. You still have Rolling Rock on tap or what? I still have a little bit of Rolling Rock on tap. Me and my wife have a rule. Uh, we do not touch the fucking keg in our bar because the thing is the devil. We tried that the first week we got our bar, and we went through like three kegs in like four days. It was embarrassing. I, has, I was traveling to, <laughs> to different beer distributors. I don't want to go through that again. So we save it for company. And that's, that's a good, it. That's a good rule. I, I, Hey, listen, I've had plenty of, plenty, plenty of beer out of that keg. So I, I know I'm that. Yeah, I know you, I know you have boomer. I know you have. <laughs> so. Well, shit, man. That, yeah. So what were we talking? We're on. Yeah. So that the tragedy thing was, Something I was not turned. I was turned off by that. But um, it's gonna go into my thought was to talk about like what team made the biggest jump. I mean, get into a little fantasy football talk here. I can talk beer and Hooters with you, but let's get into a little bit of nuts and bolts with the with the actual draft. We eventually have to start talking about something. We do, like, this is going to be a fantasy football podcast. Like, we're going to have to actually talk about fantasy football at some time. Uh, apparently, the people listening, I, I think all they think we want to talk about is uh, tits, ass, and beer, which, you know what? I'm all for it, and I know with it. you, who has set the Guinness Book of World Records, what, three times running now, is the guy least likely to respect women in this entire world. Um, I was do- in the running one year. I lost two times. Well, two times. That's a bullshit. Well, whatever. But we do eventually got to move on to football. So, all right, hit me with it, boom. I'm ready to. I I was. What do go, you, let's go. What team? What team? Well, you know, we'll do it this way. What team combined with their free agency and draft made the biggest jump this offseason? Let's do it that way. <sighs> all right. I don't even I don't even like to say this. I really think I'm gonna get lit on fire for saying this. Cause we are diehard Eagle fans out there. We should preface that. We are Eagles fans. Diehard Eagles fans. Oh God, I'm I can't even less, talk I'm right a little now. less diehard fan this year. But we'll get into that. The Dallas Cowboys made the biggest impact in the draft this year. Really? That's all right. And you're combined combine that with combined well, with free agency too, or you? I mean, I, listen, I'm with you. They made a. Could you listen? I was so. I was. I don't know if you you were in the group chat when I was texting. I think I I think I correctly guessed the first like twenty picks. Did were you part of that? Uh, yeah, uh, of course I had nothing else to do. I mean, we're not texting back. So, like, I was, like, before each pick, I was literally, I think, like, maybe, like, 15 out of, like, the 17 picks. I basically guessed who was Damn, going. you were that on point? Review the tape, man. I'm not, I, John was, like, John was the only one talking to me, and I was, like, listen, they're going to pick this guy or this guy. And then I'm, like, they're going to go this guy. When it got to that pick where Atlanta took 
uh, Terrell, that cornerback, they probably could have drafted in like round four. Um, I said to myself, I was like, Dallas is the only team that could potentially draft a wide receiver here. Cause I think it was like a couple teams after that were just, they're not going to do it. Um, and I could see it in Jerry's eyes. I literally could look at Jerry's eyes and he's, he's like chuckling to himself. Do you like Jerry Boomer? Huh? Do you like Jerry? I'm indifferent. What do I like or dislike? I mean, he's some old 80-year-old team owner. I don't know. He's an asshole. I mean, he's whatever. <laughs> All right. Now you're getting somewhere. I fucking hate Jerry. And his kid's putting his glasses on. I don't like the guy. Dude, but like, I knew you were watching this, and like, you could see it in his eyes. He was like, I'm going to fuck the, cow- the Eagles here. Yeah, honestly, let's face it. Um, rumor on the street, as Eagles fans, is C.D. Lamb was going to be our head honcho target. We were going to give up the farm system for him, our moms, our daughters, our cats, our dogs. That was who Howie Roseman had a major veiny heart on for, C.D. Lamb. No, well, listen – I'm pissed they didn't move up for him, whatever. You can't always move up. You need – I think they could have – like, I can't see how they couldn't have convinced Atlanta. It was Atlanta there. Atlanta to say, hey, listen, that guy that you want to draft is going to be here at 21. Like, let's trade up. Let me give you another pick. Let me take that pick from you and let me go get C.D. Lamb. Now, I'm not, a, I'm not a GM. We're not people in the front office. We don't know how these things work. But, like, come on, man. Yeah, honestly, I all right with the Broncos picking at fifteen. All right, I thought they were going to take them too. They who they took Judy, right? Yeah, Broncos took him early, but I'm saying uh, I had no idea that Lamb was going to fall anywhere fucking near us. Me I either. thought he was going to go. I thought the Raiders were going to take him. What did what they pick at eleven or twelve? Like they pick I, I thought the Raiders. Yeah, they took – what, did Al Davis come back from the grave? Like, Well, there, uh, was, there was some late talk that Ruggs actually um, may, like, overtake them. And, like, it's really – actually, I know somebody who bet Ruggs being drafted the first wide receiver overall was, like, four to one. Like, you're saying to yourself, know, Judy, and Lamb are gonna, Judy and Lamb are going to go and then Ruggs. Like so, there was like bets out there. You could bet like Rugs will be the first wide receiver, and it was like paid out. But no, I think actually he's he's a lot. He's he's underrated for what he was, and I think Lamb's the best wide receiver out of all of them. Yeah, but for I don't know, man, it's crazy for Judy to have the production he had on the other side of Rugs, like ten touchdowns. What do you have? Uh, eleven hundred yards. Rugs Rugs didn't even compare to that. He's he's a deep threat. What I love about Rugs though, he is he's Tyreek Hill Jr. Mm. Speed kills and oh, speed demon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, listen, I, I agree. I was, the Cowboys made a big the Cowboys made a big jump. They got that whatever way you look at it, Lamb fell to them. Lamb would have been Lamb is a steal. At 16, were they? Where, when did they draft him? 18? 
I guess no, they drafted him at 17. So Lamb was a steal at 17. Lamb was a cornerback there. Yeah. They listen, you don't like the underlying thing is Lamb was not supposed to be there. He was not supposed to be there. And Jerry I also eyes lit up and it was like Oh my God! I know the Eagles want to pick this guy. They're bank. Hopefully, they. Who knows what the Eagles are wanting to do? But dude, we were four picks later. Jerry knew, unless some other team jumped in front of the Eagles at twenty-one. Yeah. No, no. If I don't pick, if I don't pick CD Lamb at seventeen, the Eagles are going to get him at twenty-one, and he's going to haunt us. My kid's going to have to clean my glasses off a lot more than I want. And kudos to him for doing it. They also went Trevon Diggs in the second round, cornerback out of Alabama in the second round. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of speed, but he's good at put press coverage, He, uh, which fits what the Cowboys want to do. I mean, oh, they had a fucking good draft. They had a good draft. I, I hate it. I hate it. I'm going to burn in hell. My wife's going to leave me. I already Cal- sent her the, the divorce. I already sent her the divorce app. So she can just go on. Now nah, the Cowboys had the best draft. I hate it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope they tie their shoelaces together. The Cowboys a, had the best. Yeah, and my team, who I think – I think the Cowboys did have a great draft. I think the Bengals obviously – for the purposes of drafting the number one quarterback. And, like, they, they got him his wide receiver that he wanted to work with. Like, they're building something in Cincinnati. Let's put that aside. But I, I think, like, if you look at offseason, like some free agent moves plus the draft, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm scared. It's, I'm such a – Tampa Bay actually oh, made God. some – Don't say it. Listen. I'm gonna. And this is gonna circle back to why I'm so freaking pissed off at the Eagles, because they always try to be the smartest person in the room. They've tried to be the smartest person in the room for years. Hi, Roseman. Like, you can't even bring up that draft from a couple of years ago without getting me upset. Am I correct? A hundred percent. I get I get visibly upset when you bring it up because I get I get pissed off. But like, Tampa Bay, like obviously they picked up Brady. It's a huge. It's a big deal. He's going to be good. He has two of the best wide receivers in the game on either side. Gronk comes back. It's a it's a relatable guy to him. He knows how to work with him. So, like, from the gate, they're going to have chemistry. So, like, Tampa Bay said, wow, you know, gee, we got this quarterback who's, you know, a six-time Super Bowl winner. He's good. He's going to be able to, you know, create the offense for us. Um, you know, maybe we should just go out, get a huge offensive lineman, maybe draft a running back. You know, somebody's going to, you know, Build around him, and they did just that. They they drafted the worse. wide receiving core is thick too, man. Dude, are you kidding me? Good Godwin's a number one on Evans, basically Godwin. They're, they're stacked. I mean, like his, he's never had our namesake Randy Moss. I mean, everybody won it's, it's, clap. It's a it's a better wide receiving core than what he's ever had, right? Are you agreeing? no, no, dude. I 100% agree with you. He, Tom Brady, minus 
missed the year he had Welker and Moss. Never had the receiving core he has currently right now. I think these guys have more talent. Uh, on paper, fuck yeah. Yeah. I think these guys have more talent. Right. And now he has Gronk, but, like, they drafted a, a running back. They, that guy, they drafted – is it worse, I believe? The, offensive, the guy who jumped out of the pool? Did you see the guy who jumped out of the pool? No, I didn't see that. So he lived, like this clip was him standing like in four foot water, right? Yeah, yeah. And he literally jumps out of the pool, and his feet land on like the the concrete, like the outside of the pool. Something you've done at least two or three times in your life. I mean, you give me a couple couple pops, I might be able to try it. But my face, <laughs> my face, my I may get it on like the fifteenth try, but my face is landing on that concrete the first right, ten. Right, right. A likely fucking story, buddy. So like, like I, I, I'm, like you're going off the draft, and and I think Cowboys had a spectacular. They they got just that wide receiver, but like, I think that, that sucks to say. Tampa Bay is the one who made the biggest jump. They're gonna be. I got an honorable mention for you. What do you got? I got the Lions. I got the Detroit Lions. I do. They did good. Who they got? They got a Cuda, the court, the cornerback, right? And they drafted a wide receiver. They addressed a running but, back. But here's a stat you need to know about Akluda. He has, in, in two years, he has almost as many forced incompletions as he does first downs allowed. Like, let, let that sink into your head. He, I, I, I mean, he's – listen, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody is a fortune teller. But Akuda is literally, like, the next coming to Darrell Revis – According to the experts, like this guy's yeah. clear far and above the best of the best of the cornerbacks in this draft. After him, there. I mean, a couple a couple corners went in the first round, but this guy's special. I agree. They they didn't make a mistake. They knew what they had. They lost Darius Slay to us. Yes, um, and people thought they should have traded out of that pick. Yeah, because people. Were, I mean, I knew Miami was trying to trade up. Like they. I think they win. Yeah, well, listen. I mean, yeah, it was a great draft, but like, honestly, you had the best. Like, they got rid of Slay and added Okuda. So, like, did they really make some big stride? Probably not. But they have a better cornerback for the long haul, you know. But Uh, they didn't stop there, though. Boom, DeAndre Swift, second round, Georgia running back. Dude's gonna take Kerryon Johnson's job. Mark my fucking words. Kirion Johnson has missed like 14 games in the last two years. Mind you, the dude is talented. He is very talented. Very talented. But there, there's a reason why Kirion Johnson got drafted in 2018 in the second round, and they took Swift two years later in the second round. They're not stupid. Matt Patricia has got his eye on him. He likes running back by committee. So, you know, Swift. KJ and Scarborough are all going to get their hands on the ball, but but that's the I, thing. If you're talking, end, I, I like him. But I think fan, the fantasy implication is like Patricia's probably a lot like Belichick in the sense where you don't know who's going to have the big game. One he's game a little is heavier than Belichick. He's a little. <laughs> he's fatter <laughs> with a beard. He keep like. Did you see? He had his pencil in his ear at the draft. Like he's on a laptop. Do you know, real quick, before you elaborate, do you know what really fucking infuriates? I'm glad you brought that up, Boom. 
Why does he have a pencil on his ear? He's holding a laminate sheet in front of him that has 0% chance of any pencil mark. Even I, Is it just his look? He might as well get a tattoo of a pencil over his ear. Like, I think I think eventually – I think I mean, he's been doing that for years when he was in New England. I think well, eventually, eventually it just became part of his brand. So he can't not do it now. Like Jewel would or Snaggletooth, like he's just going to keep it? Jules Snaggletooth? Yeah. Please elaborate on that. You don't remember Jewel, the, the blonde pop singer? From, you don't remember? I know her. She's a blonde chick. She's a Jewel. She's her fucking tooth could hit like the top of uh, like the top of like the solar system. She, she, she has can't help, millions of dollars. Can't help she, that. Well, yes, there is a thing called dental work they can rip it out and place it in a normal place but she thinks it gives her character just like i i don't want to elaborate i got one for you here what about what about cindy crawford's mole hey there you go we're on to something it was like that's a natural thing that i I even noticed cindy crawford's mole when we have the rest of her to look at but it's hot you would think that's hot, Boomer. All right. But, like, he, he can help that. He doesn't need to have a pencil on his ear. I think it's just he's been on camera. They always used to cut to him when he was an assistant, you know, whatever he was, offense, defense coordinator, and he would always have the, the pencil on his ear. And I think he just kept that, and he's going to continue doing it. Just stopping it. Cool. If I ever see him, I'm punching him in the face and stabbing him in the forehead with his pencil. But continue on. I'm listening. <laughs> I, you're right. And, like, he has the laminate play sheet. And he still has a pencil. Right. And he's right. sitting on a laptop, which is like, even less. Have you ever fucking used that pencil in mankind history? But go ahead. I don't think yet. Oh, you're right. It's, it's, it's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> all right. All right. I don't want yeah, to so that means, we digress. What were we even talking about? Oh, Detroit. Well, Detroit. Detroit was, yeah. Detroit had a good draft. I, I'm agree. They, but like my point is, they did exactly what they should have done. Yeah. Now, who knows what happens with drafts? Who knows what players? Akuda could turn out to be a huge bust. Not likely. But like they did exactly what they needed to do, right? No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm honest. I didn't want to admit the Cowboys had a good draft, but I literally bit a hole or or two in my cheek to say, but it's true. They had a good draft along with the rest of the teams you and I just named. Um, So the next thing to get into is we're going to parlay this into some fantasy relevance. So, like, who – out of everyone in draft, let's say first and second round, like, who do you think is going to be the the most – relevant fantasy player like who's going to be the guy who has the most impact right away non-quarterback so not joe burrow and yeah that they're obvious they're obvious statements <clears throat> yes yeah, so who, who do you kind of pick out as i could go all day second third fourth round you know i don't need to do I, that i'm just saying the first and second you think i right? went first round i went first round heavy on this one okay all right other than your mom I think wow. Wow. The I, I apologize for that Stop. by the way. Stop. I, didn't, I didn't mean to say that. Stop. The guy picked last 
best in the first round is going to have the most immediate fantasy impact. Who's running Kansas backs City. eat? Yes, Kansas Clyde City. Kansas Edwards, City. Clyde Edwards Alaire, right? Yeah, dude. Running backs eat in fantasy football. Listen, when you have receivers in football, you can have tight ends, quarterbacks. We're not counting quarterbacks right now. Running backs have the best chance to get theirs in fantasy football their very first year. And who loves running backs, Boomer? Answer that question for me. He's kind of fat. He used to coach the Eagles. Ray Rhodes. <laughs> Rich Kotite, you fucking moron. <laughs> buddy, buddy, uh, no, listen, yeah, angry, and that's consensus. You're right. See, you, you, you did good. You did your research. This is someone who's picked to be the most impact player because they, as much as they, they've done okay with Damian Williams, they don't like him. He's been cut by like 17 teams. He's shown up in the playoffs, which is good, but he's not good doing. A, he just he doesn't hold up during a regular season. So this was a move, and there's hype behind it, and I'll explain to you why. Uh, I'm listening. Andy Reid came out and said two things. A, uh, yep. He thinks he's a better Brian Westbrook. A more gifted Brian Westbrook. Yep. Yeah, he thinks he's a better Brian Westbrook. Brian Westbrook. That's I mean that's gonna get that's gonna get people kind of like okay man this guy knows he's talking he does look like he does look like shady I'll, I I some of his highlights he looks like shady his cuts his cuts are actually like pretty similar to him so and my question to you is how did uh, Route Thirty Six and Shady fare with the big fat redhead? They're all time. I mean, like two best of all time. I, hey, we can go back in time. We're not even going to go there. But I'm saying, like, there is no secret. Andy Reid, if he invests in a running back, which, what, Brian Westbrook was a third rounder, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. And, and McCoy was a second rounder. And here we are. Here we are with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's a first rounder. He puts time, effort, scheming, play calling. Like he literally goes out of his way to make to make sure that guy's gonna go eight shit on the defenses. And yeah. you made a good point, Boomer. Damian Williams, he's a talented player, but he's hurt more than he's not. He did put the nail in the coffin in the Super Bowl. But getting there, it was – what, he bring McCoy back? Like, I, I don't know, man. McCoy was, like, inactive for the Super Bowl. I mean – Yeah, there's a reason he made this pick. There was other areas of need he could have addressed. But, yo, they're the champs. Aren't they where we want to be? How are you going to talk shit well, or not, question what – Big Red did. You're right, and I don't. I don't necessarily think he's the most talented running back in the draft class, but oh, his, oppor- his yeah. opportunity is is the most. So, like, if you're in that offense and he 
he has the talent <clears throat> to outbeat Damian Williams. That offense is is stellar. So like the opportunity is there. So if you're talking fantasy relevance, he he's on the best offense and has the best opportunity to be a starting running back. Do you agree with me? I, I mean, wait, pause. Nobody move. He never agrees with me. Boomer, <laughs> boomer, boomer. Listen, I'm gonna give you a counterpoint to that, but you know, to the are, other reason. What? Go ahead. Do you agree with me? I, I'm I'm with you that all signs are pointing to this being the most fantasy relevant guy. I think there's a little bit of hype behind it. Like I said, Andy Reid coming out and saying it's an, it's the next better Brian Westbrook, you know, and really yeah, praising this yeah. guy. Um, and I'm with you all. The other Suicide, thing, too, I'm with you the, other, the, the second thing, apparently Patrick Mahomes, apparently and this is something I've said, Andy Reid came to Patrick Mahomes and said, you know, maybe not in the same context, gun to your head. You got to have anyone out of the draft. You know, kind of where we're drafting at. Who you taking? This is the guy. He said. He said, hands down, this is the guy. How cool is that? Do you think Dougie P said that to Wentz or no? <laughs> Obviously not. No, 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 not the second round because we'll get in that later. Yeah. Don't spike my blood, my blood pressure, asshole. Yeah. We're talking about first round. Do you think he went up to him and said? Obviously, they were going receiver. They could have had Justin Jefferson. Uh, they took Jalen Rager. I was upset at first, but the more I look into it, I love it. But uh, do you think he confided in Carson on that pick? Apparently, the word is that they did, and I think they're doing that just to save a little bit of face. You see what I'm saying? All right, so take the, one the, step the, the 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 media and the the spin coming out of the Eagles is that Carson Wentz was a full proponent of this. Okay, but I don't necessarily buy that in a sense. I just don't. But you're very teddy bearish, and you're kind of making me feel a little better about this pick, buddy. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, I think a couple of stand up like. I think Lamb. I think Lamb can be, can overtake. Uh, what's what's? It's not. What's the second wide receiver? Mark Cooper and. Uh, well, they've Galladay. Gallup. 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 Or Gallup. Gallup. I always Gallup. say Gallup. Jesus. I'm thinking halfway through the season here, Lamb take overtakes Gallup. As a, as a fantasy, yeah. I think doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, we'll see what happens we'll see there. What happens. I think. I think he's got DeAndre Hopkins level talent. So. He's in a good situation. I mean, yeah. they already have uh, Zeke to look after, Gallup, Amari Cooper. This guy lands in the best fucking situation ever. And Jerry did it just to screw the Eagles. He did. But um, another one that's kind of under the radar is uh, Jonathan Taylor. Colts. Running back. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, okay. I same thing, kind of in like, and I, I actually like the Colts. Dude, the Colts. I mean, if if Philip Rivers can actually be like somewhat productive, they drafted a nice wide receiver. They have a nice running back, and they have a great offensive line. That offense can be, they can they can compete. Um, but I think like, they, like there's there's running backs like Mac and Naheem Hines. Like they're okay, but like I think this Taylor. Well, is, Hines is more of a. A PPR like yeah, third he's, he's a, he's a receiving specialist, but I think Taylor can actually do both. And 
the talent is way better than the other two. So. Well, Max coming off that injury, boom. You got to keep that. I mean, there's again, there's a reason they made that pick. Right, yeah. And, it, and, and another example of doing the right thing and probably what you should do. I know we're, 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 we're armchair quarterbacks. We're sitting here. I'm in my fucking recliner anyway. Watch your mouth, dude. <laughs> I was on a roll. You, you ruined it, pal. Um, no, like, I, I mean, I know we, we talk a lot of shit, but, like, they did the right thing. They made the right picks. They picked who they should have picked. And, like, you're building your team around it. So, like, your segue into that, you know, this show's going to be a lot of fantasy stuff, but we're going to – we're Eagles fans. We're going to talk about it. So, like – No, no, fair, fair, fair assessment, fair assessment. I mean – Give me, give me, you know, give me your – like, you know what? Don't, don't give me the draft grade yet. I had that first, but, like, give me a rundown of the first pick. Like, what do you think – what do you think of Jalen Rager? All right. Uh, do you want my, my reaction to Jalen Rager now, or do you want my reaction to Jalen Rager, uh, thirty-two hundred beers deep? Give, and, give it to me now. We've had a couple of days to stew on it a little bit and kind of process the whole draft as a whole. But you know, what do you think of the pick now? All right, I'm okay with the pick now. All right, Jalen Rager. I mean, let's face it. We need a wide receiver. We needed a deep threat. Who's the only deep threat on our team? We got Deshaun Jackson, quite possibly one of the best deep threats of all time. What, did he play one game for us last year? He came in for a snap and he was out after that. I'm praying to God we got Deshaun Jackson back strong and healthy because look what he did in that one game, week one against Washington. That's my segue into what I feel now. Jalen Rager is before his 40 time at the combine, and I'll get into that in a second, was known as like one of the fastest receivers. Like him and Ruggs were like the two fastest receivers in college football. He underwhelmed at the combine and when I say underwhelmed he still ran a four four seven something like that yeah, it wasn't bad keep in mind also he had a shitty fucking offense at TCU uh, uh the highest junior year uncatchable balls or something like that yeah the, the percentage was brutal but I'm saying like his his junior year before now with 43 receptions six 111 yards and five touchdowns. Doesn't sound impressive. That's what the Eagles looked at when they took him. I was livid. But then you look at his sophomore year. He had 72 receptions, 1,061 yards, nine touchdowns. Put Carson Wentz, our offensive line, Zach Ertz, Goddard, Deshaun Jackson. We still got Alshon Jeffrey. We got Miles Sanders in the backfield. This dude's going to fucking unload on people. I can't wait to see him. Uh, did you also know he ran an unofficial four two eight at uh, at a particular workout? I don't even know where, but I'm saying his four four seven was. He was pissed off about yeah, that. Apparently, he put this on some wa- he put on some water weight and wasn't like you know something happened. But you got it. I hated the pick when it came out, Boomer. I'm. I'm legitimately excited about Jalen Rager. 
he's going to put you on know, a you, show. The only reason you're, uh, you and I are pissed off about Jalen Rager, and like I'm not that pissed off about him. Let me really dig into it a little bit. But <laughs> if if Ceedee Lamb would have went in the twelfth pick, yeah, yeah, and they picked up Jalen Rager, you wouldn't be pissed off about it. Nah, you know? nah, yeah. you're right. Um, you're pissed off because they they did have a chance to they they could have moved up to to take Lamb. They just could have. I just know it. It touched your nose hair. It was right there. It's right there. Yeah, that, that's why you're pissed. And like, I think they when it came down to it, I was a little bit more of a fan of Justin Jefferson. But I kind of heard like, I knew going into it that they did like Rieger. Like they had a hard on for him a little bit. So like, you know, they like what he does. He kind of is a Deshaun Jackson like kind of mimic a little bit. But no one's gonna be. No one is Deshaun Jackson. Let's just put it that way. I hate to put the guy over so much, but there's, there's only one Djax, baby. There's only one Djax. And, you know, and we've talked about this before, and it's not because – look, there's guys that run great 40s and have four twos and four threes, and they're fast, and Sean's one of them. The reason that Sean Jackson's still in the league and still making big plays is not because of his speed. It's very much because of his speed, but he positions his body catching balls that's unlike any other player I've ever seen. Do you agree? I 100% agree. Like – Every single draft, there's guys that run four twos and four threes. Four threes, four four. You know, there's guys that have great 40 times that are out of the league in two years. And Why is this guy from 2007, Raiders. eight, still, still catching deep balls? The Raiders took every one of those guys you just <laughs> They love them guys, man. It was Dar- Darius Hayward Bay. Yep. Yep. And yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 with you in the pick. I kind of like Jefferson a little bit better. I would have been happy with Jefferson, but you know, I think the way they they want to run their offense, and they picked up a couple other speedy wide receivers. Hightower looks like he's he's potential to be a burner. Um, I think what they're trying to do is like this is the offense they want to put together. But like Jefferson's a great wide receiver, but he's like a possession kind of like more Alshon Jeffrey type and. I, you know, I think he's great and he's going to work out better. Like, who knows? Like, uh, two years from now, we're going to look at both of them and they're like, oh, this one's better than the other. But I think what they wanted to do with Rager was okay. And, and Listen, no, neither one of us know. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody in the fucking world knows. All these receivers, there's like literally like eight receivers that could have went in the first round. And I'm not sure you can check me on this, how many did go, but – there was a lot. Nobody knows how it's – Odell Beckham went, like, in the middle of the first round the year he got drafted. Like, nobody knows. But I was fucking pissed when Justin Jefferson – I mean, the guy had one of the most stud seasons of all time. We didn't take him. He's a slot receiver. We just lost our – Guy who couldn't even catch in the slot, Nelson Aguilar. We lost him to the Raiders. Justin Jefferson fell to our lap. We're on the street. Justin Jefferson was supposed to go like 15, 16. Somebody was going to snag him before us at 21. When he fell to us at 21, I was excited as shit. It almost felt like when – I don't even know – Boomer, I think we should have taken him at 21. But now that I've had more time to look at 
at it. I'm okay with the pick. Yeah, I'm I'm justifying a little more. I'm not like you're right. There's just who the hell knows this this uh, Jefferson could be a Doriel Green Beckham for all we know. You know what I mean? Who the hell knows? Good name drop. <laughs> I know. Well, you said Beckham, but he did play for LSU as well. So I'm an LSU fan. I was a big fan of Jefferson. I love you know he's great. I, I you you can count on how many times I watched a TCU game on my. On my palm, that's all weathered. From come on, man. We used to watch them TC <laughs> the bull. What are they called? The frogs or the the horn frog? Yeah, they're horn frogs. I, I'm not. I'm not opposed to the pick. I'm just. What position? What position to you is more of a wild card pick than picking wide receivers? Well, I mean, we could have taken linebacker at that time. Uh, Murray yeah, fell to us. Clean guy, but I'm saying in general, like when you're when you're drafting, if you're the GM. What what pick would what kind of position player on offense would you say is more of a wild card? Like you don't know if the guy's going to be a boomer bust than a wide receiver. No, there isn't a position more than that. I mean, it's so unpredictable. Nelson Aguilar got drafted in the first round by us. Man, did he suck for his like first two years. Uh, do I dare say he had a good hand in the Super Bowl victory against the Patriots? I mean, you just never know. Brashard Perriman got drafted that first year. The year uh, Odell Beckham got drafted. Sammy Watkins got drafted ahead of Odell Beckham. He got drafted ahead of Mike Evans. Like, you yeah. just don't that know. You just don't know. You just don't know, dude. Like, I, I really think the more I look at it, though, Jalen Rager has – a. He's got the intangibles to really succeed in Philadelphia, pending health, obviously. Well, him and the other 15 wide receivers on our depth chart, hopefully. Have no, a we took 21 receivers, and we traded for one. Yeah, we got Mark Goodwin. What's your thoughts on that? I'm okay with it. I actually am a fan of him. Obviously, he's been hurt a lot, and the games he's actually performed in, like he's done really well. He's a good. He's a good wide receiver. He's young, and it's going to help us. I mean, we don't really have them. I mean, we have a ton of wide receivers now, but like we're going to drop some, and like mostly all the guys. I think they. I hope they keep. I mean, he. I hope they keep Arthega Whiteside for the next year. He's next got year. a one-year trial coming up, and yeah, boy, can't, does you can't cut him. He know it. No, boom. We drafted ninety-two wide receivers. Does he know that his? numbers on the line he better put the fucking stats up because that guy he pissed us off last year no yeah i'm not happy with that but like you know who knows he gets coached up a little bit i think they have a problem with like actually coaching rookie rookie wide receivers like why is it that like he gets he sucks and he doesn't know the routes and doesn't know what he's doing out there but then you have donkey kong metcalf looking like a stud against us I like that reference. Donkey Kong Mecca. The guy I was screaming at the screen. Oh, my God. We just got Miles Sanders. Why didn't we take me DK Metcalf? Then I think we picked, what, like three or four picks later? DK Metcalf fell to us again. I was so sure we were going to get Miles Sanders. D- I'm sorry. Donkey Kong Metcalf. Say his name right. And we, we took our Thiga Whiteside. And his name spelled Arcega Whiteside. We took Arcega Whiteside. Uh, I, you know, I, 
I'm a fan of our, our white side. I've told you this in the past. I I was amazed by him at some like I was watching some random football college football game, and he was just popping off the screen to me for some reason and just incredible. But I would have. I mean, in hindsight, there's until he shows otherwise, I would have. There's no other pick but Donkey Kong Metcalf at that point. Freddie Freddie Mitchell had good college highlights as well. But, hey, listen. All right. No, all shit yeah. aside, our Eagle White side was drafted in what round? Uh, the second round? Second, I believe, yeah. Second round. You and I both know you don't draft somebody in the second round and cut them after one year. He had a, like, again, Aguilar had a really shitty season. He had a hand in winning us the Super Bowl. He made some plays. He's not here with us anymore. Thank fucking God. But, uh, Arthiga Whiteside is going to make this team. I don't actually. I don't even. Have, we drafted so many receivers. We picked up good wins. I think there's 16 wide receivers on our depth chart. I think. Oh, I think so. But I don't know. I, I, I really. You need God to figure out what the Eagles are going to do with wide receivers. Well, I'll say this. I don't think. I mean, there's no talk of it yet. I don't think Alshon Jeffrey makes it through. Dude, he was really supposed don't. to get traded draft night. He is still an eagle. Nobody wants him. Nobody wants to take the contract on. It's tougher than you think. But like, well, then I think his time is past. They're going to cut he's him. Going to be traded by now. They're going to have to cut him and take the cap hit. But dude, um, that's a lot of money, man. I think it's addition by subtraction, though. I, I don't know. I think it's better if they have. These new guys they got, like if they, if they can get more time what for Rieger. Twenty-seven mil. I don't. Even, I'd have to look it up. We're not. We're not cap experts here, but we're, there's a cap hit. There's a reason cap, why. He's, there's a reason why no one's traded for him, and he's still on the team because they can't cut him. They would have cut him last year. Uh, can't. It's not. It's you know, whatever. I almost feel like this. I, I almost feel like ride it out with them, and uh, we again we picked up nine hundred forty-seven. 1,641 receivers. I think if any of them are any good, we can uh, get by with what we have and keep him and keep the big cap hit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, yeah, I'm, I hear you. Is there a necessity to drop him because we don't have any others on the roster? I don't think so. I mean, the, the reason they would drop him is you feel like they can get more production out of the guys they picked up. Okay. You're not going to, you're not going to bench him. He's going to be on the, if he's there, he's going to, you can't pay the guy and have him just sit on the bench. He's going to be out there on the field. Plus he knows. I, the thought, I thought we were just debating sports and I got noticeable attitude just now. Oh, you just now realized you're getting attitude. Well, that, man, <laughs> throw daggers all night at you. I know we agreed on some stuff, but you know, Maybe we can, we can drum up some attitude in this next part here. All right, I'm listening, pal. I'm listening. So, I, I'm I'm still baffled by the Hertz pick. I just, I, I mean, I've had days to process it. I've heard everything on the other side, and now people, I've heard Howie come out and talk. I've heard the Eagles kind of spin it their way. I've heard the, you know, even it's Carson Wentz. Like, I'm just baffled by it. It's just this. And what I was getting to earlier, like the quarterback is more of a wild card pick than than a wide receiver. And they decided, hey, let's let's <clears> just go pick this quarterback who may or may not even be someone that can start in the NFL. 
I guess you're the only one baffled about this pick. Everyone's betting it. You know what? It's starting to come around. Like I follow, I'm on Twitter and like at first it's been, now you have these people out here that are defending it like profusely. And now I'm like, dude, like what, what the hell is wrong with people? Like I just, this, this notion that like Howie Roseman and they think they're the, they want to be the smartest people in the room and yeah. like do these yeah. things, make these moves that just make no friggin' sense. Like, okay, like, okay, what if you do hit on this guy? What if this guy's really good? What's that going to do for him? He's behind Carson Wentz. Boomer, we're the quarterback factory, man. I mean, we just – Okay, but – All right, the, what does that oh, mean? Tell me – I don't do, know what, what it means. Mean? I'm fucking mad. Tell me, has Howie Roseman drafted a quarterback that has made him a quarterback factory? Well, you can't say that with a he did draft Car- or he did draft Carson Wentz. Right, besides Carson Wentz, who's the part Nick of this conversation? Foles. Nick Foles. Yeah, but uh, did yeah, but that was Andy Reid though, no? He was in office though. Yeah, hi Rosen. That was Andy Reid's pick. That's not so I'm not sure who was the Super Bowl winning quarterback in Super Bowl fifty two to all you Patriots. I'm not disputing that. But it wasn't Howie Howie Roseman who clamored for Nick Foles to be drafted. It was that was an Andy Reid move. Boomer, I'm with you. I literally, Jackie had to like grab me and put put me in the rear naked choke and knock me out so I didn't jump out the freaking window out of our bedroom and jump to my death. I was pissed (laughs) off, dude. Like. And I, I know a lot of other Eagle fans were, and we're not just going to talk Eagles here on the One Clap podcast. We're going to – I know the whole NFL goddamn – everybody was thrown off by that. I mean, everybody was. Let's make a comparison, like the Jordan Love pick, the Packers picking him up. So, like, I can almost see that. Like, if I was the Packers, I'd be like, okay, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, maybe he's got a year or two left, uh, a couple years left. Yeah, I can see picking a quarterback and just kind of grooming him because that's what they did with him and yep. Favre. I thought it was going to be the Patriots doing it. Yep, I, I really did. The Patriots had the most Patriots draft ever. Do you agree? They traded out, out of the first round. They, like, drafted two no-name tight ends in a row. Like, <laughs> Yes, they did. They had the most Patriots. Like, I have no idea what they're doing draft. Like they drafted. And that's probably what we thought when they drafted some guy named like Aaron Hernandez. And who the oh, fuck is Rob Gronkowski? Um, like there's and look how that turned out. Have so I, really hope, I really hope they uh, are out of their wits now that uh, TB12 is out. Of- yeah, I mean either either they're really now. tanking or like they just you know what they were. You know how I say the smartest guy in the room thing for Howie Roseman. They're allowed – like, Patriots are allowed to be that smartest guy in the room because they, they, won, they won a lot of Super Bowls. Let's give them, give them that. Whatever. They want to draft like morons and at least look like morons, but they had the most Patriots draft ever. But, yeah, like Jordan Love, like, I could see that. Like, all right. Patriot, Packers fans are pissed off right now. They're like, why would they? – and they hate their draft. Their two strongest positions on their team are Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, right? The running back and quarterback. Yeah. The first two rounds they drafted a oh, Devontae, yeah. Well, 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 Devontae Adams. All right, Devontae receiver. Adams. Yeah. yeah they yeah. didn't draft a wide. They need wide receivers. They didn't draft any. But like they're one of their two strongest positions. They drafted 
a running back and a quarterback. Like you know what I think it was they they traded up to get to that. Yeah, that didn't help either. Yeah, I mean, and they traded up. So Aaron Rodgers was sitting there with his hand on his pod, and he literally watched that the fuck happen, and he was pissed. I mean, it was – how old is Aaron He's a dude Rodgers. that gets I don't have much. Yeah, he's an emotional dude. He's not, like – I mean, meanwhile, like, the Buccaneers are trading for 94-year-old Tom Brady, and you got Aaron Rodgers, who sat for his first five or six years in his career – to wait for 117-year-old Brett Favre to retire. And then once he got going, he won a Super Bowl. He hasn't come close since. I, well, I don't want to say that. He's, he's come close. Yeah, yeah. And now he's in his – how old is fucking Aaron Rodgers? I don't even know. He's 37, 38 maybe. Is he really that old? Nah, I mean, he's a little younger. I, I don't, I'm not sure. There's, I will say he's – 35. I don't know. We got to do our research more. Somebody traded up in the first round to take Jordan Love, which whom is a good quarterback, but I could see I mean, he, I mean, the Packers have got a D minus on like every draft grade on any site you look at. Yeah, it, it doesn't look good. I just don't I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I don't care how you explain it. Like, oh, Jordan, they had Jordan. Like, if that's who you got had on your board, then why'd you trade up? Yeah. Like, well, if you thought he was going to come to you, why'd you trade draft picks and stuff to move up? Doesn't make I sense. think us Eagle fans kind of know how those Packer fans feel a little bit. Yeah, but if I was a Packer fan, I'd be like, you know, all right, I'd be pissed because I don't think we can – that's not a win now type of draft. But, you know, hey, all right, Rodgers, he's been around since like 05, 06, like – Obviously, he's not going to be around for the long haul. Let's take a shot on a quarterback. Okay, I can see it. Whatever. But they had a lot of holes. They had wide receivers. They had stuff they had to get. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, so, like, that isn't as bad as I feel like what the Eagles did. You had to be restrained. I was pissed off. I had drank. I was, I was, I've been drinking. Well, before speaking of drinking, before we get into the Eagles segue – you want to see bottom? Yeah, let's go. I have a little. I have a little bit left. All right, here we go. Let's do it. one, two, three. Go. One, two, three. Hit it, baby. That's crushing can. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, let's so, say yeah. The Hurts pick is baffling to me. I'm not. I just don't see how it makes any type of sense right now. And, like, how would you feel? Carson Wentz just got over this whole thing with Nick Foles being on his winning a Super Bowl, and he's finally got over that. Like, last season, he proved to everyone that he can take his team on his back and win games. Mm. And now he's got to deal with this whole other thing. Like, if it is a bad game, you know how stupid Eagles fans are going to be talking about, well, who should give this guy a chance now? Well, Carson Wentz. He threw two picks. He's not going to make it, you know. Like, that's the type of shit, like, I don't want to hear, you know. Do you think I'm looking forward to it? My blood pressure is spiked and sin. Yeah, I mean, I was pissed. I didn't like it. I was – it just it just was – and they're, they're, they're spinning it. They've come out and said, like, oh, you know, we feel like this and that, and, you know, we're – 
If you watch the YouTube uh, reactions of the Hurts pick, there's you know how the Seattle Seahawks didn't run the ball from the one with Lynch. Damn, Pippa, that's like the, the, there's like a whole like debacle. There's a whole video of that. Like there is a whole re- YouTube reaction pick, not just the Eagles. Like people around the NFL to and and to Jalen Hurts' defense. He's a good quarter. Uh, we'll no, get it. No, that, I don't think. I'm, I think he can be okay. But like, how does this help him? How does this help him? I don't know. I don't know, big dog. You tell me, man. All right. Well, we, we were getting into this. This is kind of the finale here, and we're gonna, you know, explain to this devil's advocate thing. And oh man, definitely scared. You got to defend. You got to defend the pick. You're gonna give me a reason why that you've heard is a defense and why they picked them. And I can go first. I can give you one. How about that? I'll give you one. You're going to give me one what, Boomer? I'm um, And watch your attitude along the way. Ask Jackie. Um, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to give you a reason why. I'm going to be like Howie Roseman and, and defend the pick. And you're going to shit on it. No fucking problem. Okay, so I'm just going to say what I think. Hey, you know, whatever, and then you go into it. All right. Go ahead, Okay, Boomer. But, but Spence, we drafted him because Wentz has such injury concerns. Don't you know he gets hurt? Hey, didn't you hear he's slightly better than Tim Tebow? How the fuck did that work out, Boomer? Wow, that's what you got? You want me to keep going? Go keep going. Give it to him, man. But 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 Spence, like he like we, he's been hurt. Like a backup quarterback had to come in. We need a good backup. Don't you agree with that? Okay. Every team on earth needs a backup quarterback. If Tom Brady all those years had to how, how did Castle fare when he had to fill in for the Patriots that year. He went 11-5. and five. I think he lost. He, they got a bye, and he – no, actually, they didn't even make the fucking playoffs. So, every team needs a backup quarterback. So, fuck you and your plan right there. Uh, literally, Denzel Mims fell to the Eagles. Wouldn't you say wide receiver was a huge need for the Eagles, Boomer? Yes or no? I would have took him. Okay. I'm break character and say, yeah, I agree with you. The injury thing is stupid. You don't like – you shouldn't plan on a quarterback having, a, having an injury. You can't go into the season and say, oh, you know, listen, Carson Wentz, he broke his back last year, you know, which sucks. I mean, he does have injury concerns, but, like, then sign Jameis Winston, okay? If you're that concerned with it, then sign – draft another wide receiver there. Draft another no, draft no, 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 linebacker. No, no. Sign James. Tell me why. No, tell me why Jalen Hurts was a good pick. No, I, I'm done with that. That that part. I only give you one, but now I'm I'm going. You got to I gave it to you. I'm not defending. You're the one who has to shit on it. I'm helping you shit on it. Well, I'm fucking helping you shit on it. Denzel Mims fell to us. He's six three, two hundred fifteen pounds. He runs a four three eight. He was supposed to go a little earlier. Perhaps a little ahead of Rager, he fell to us at the end of the second round, and we didn't take him. He had over a thousand yards for Baylor, twelve touchdowns, 
and we did not take him. Zach Bowen, what about that fucking linebacker, that stud linebacker for Wisconsin? Big 10 in 2019, all Big 10. He fell to us. Eh, we're not going to take him. We're going to take the backup quarterback, Jalen Hurts. He may not even see the field. Hey, good move, Howie. Hey, good move, Howie. The second <laughs> Wentz has a bad game. The second – do we know Eagle fans more than anybody? Boom, boom. I'm with you, man. Right, let's, let's... We know Eagle fans. Jalen Hurts comes in in Wentz's disparity. He gets hurt. Jalen Hurts has a good game. Or when Wentz has a bad game – what are Eagle fans going to do? You're going to hear, not in a 700 level because it's not there anymore, we're going to hear, hurts, 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 hurts. Howie Roseman just created a fucking quarterback controversy that isn't even here yet. Why did you commit to Carson Wentz for over $100 million and then with the second pick, with a 1,000 fucking needs, we take Jalen Hurts. But, but, Go ahead, Boomer. But Spence, Tell me why. But Spence, we can use him as a gadget-type, Taysom Hill-type quarterback. Oh, my God. I, I, I need CPR right now. I was fine. I had therapy. I, I took voodoo. I, I was doing good until we just got into this segment, and now I uh, – I'm shaking again. You're shaking. <laughs> I hear you, dude. I hear you. But uh, uh, two guys fell to us that really blew my head off. Uh, Mims fell to us and Zach Bond fell to us, uh, Wisconsin linebacker. We really could have used both of those guys at that pick. And we did address the other picks later. We did address, we did address a lot of stuff. No, no, we did, but I really think we could have nipped it in the bud right there, and we decided to go with a, a backup long snapper. Or <laughs> like, no, I, you know how much we value the long snapper position. Come on, man. I do remember that seaside trip. We Huge. at length mm-hmm. talk about the punter situation. Of the me and Boomer like to get drunk, and uh, I think we. How how long was that conversation about the punter situation it and the a, long it was snapper? A good forty five minutes of punter and long snapper talk. That'll never get back in my life ever again. <laughs> we'll never get that time we'll get back that in time our life. Back. Like the time we spent explaining the intricacies of the long snapper position is baffling. It is baffling. Where the average person in the world spends an entire minute and a half of their life we spent 45 minutes in one beer session so uh whatever boomer all right you all right let's play this game you give me a reason let me shit on it oh you want to play this game well i don't know i'm yeah you're gonna give me one because i want to shit on it too you gotta defend you got man why did they pick them because total total passing between alabama is that a pretty good program, Boomer? Yeah. Is Oklahoma a pretty good program, Boomer? Okay. Passing. He has had 9,500 passing yards in four 
four fucking years. You do the math. He's also had 80 passing touchdowns in four years between the two programs. Not to mention he got dethroned by Tua. So there's a lot of stats that Tua took away from him. He also is a two threat. Rushing, he has had 32, 74 yards, 43 rushing touchdowns in four years. That's like 11 rushing touchdowns a year. Like, that's insane. The dude is an instant upgrade on over Nate Sudfeld. I don't know. I mean, Are you done? Same thing. Here. Are you done? Because I want to shit on it. Same thing you said. You can give are me. Saints, are the Saints. I'm not fucking done yet, motherfucker. Are the Saints a good team? Saints are a great team. How does Taysom Hill, Drew Brees sound to you? Sounds great. Okay. Do we got the next best? Actually, are we better than Drew Brees, who's like, how old is Drew Brees? He's mid thirties. He's probably close to mid thirties. I think he's 40. bro. You're mid thirties. He's like your grandfather. He's like he's like 40, 41. He's like ninety two. Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, Carson Wentz, Hurts. Honestly, I think they set the mold in the NFL that if you bring these kind of offense and schemes and formations into the NFL, you can give defenses head. And I think that's what the Eagles are trying to uh, duplicate. It's a copycat league. Boom. Good. Good. Okay. Let me start. Time's yours. Let me start by your first point. You can name all the stats you want to me about Jalen Hurts. I'm not doubting he's had a great college career. He's had had fantastic games and stats and all that. I can name you probably 20 quarterbacks that have had fantastic stats in the college game. You know, I think even one of the Detmers has, holds a record for most passing yards. In the- All right, now you're crossing the line, man. I will just hear me out. Look, it's a, it's a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot anyway. So, like, if you're going into a draft and you're the GM, you're saying, all right, well, listen, you know, I really like this kid, but it's a crapshoot. Like, do I want to take a draft pick and take a chance on a guy when I can probably take a linebacker or a wide receiver that's a proven commodity? Absolutely not. You can give me tons of stats. You can give me the Ryan Leafs, the Jamarcus Russells. They all had great stats in big colleges and in, in, in college football, and they yeah. you have the same exact chance you did drafting Ryan Leaf. You did drafting uh, Jalen Hurts. You going to be a good quarterback? I think he will. I think he actually it does have some talent, but what's him backing up Carson Wentz for the next couple of years going to help him? It's not. Yeah, we, he could get injured. He can get in there. But you're counting on an injury. Your second part, um, you brought up the Taysom Hill, Hill thing, and you almost answered your own question. Yes, it's, Drew Brees is one of the, is going down as the history is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and that offense is prolific. You have Kamara, you have Michael Thomas, and you have who the hell else Drew Brees feels they like. They just he, uh, added Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, whoever he feels like he wants to throw to that day. Taysom Hill, it's a really cool gadget thing. They drafted him. They liked him. He plays on special teams. He does this. He Blocks plenty. Probably is a long snapper too for that team. So like it's kind of like a, a novelty to them. You know what? When they're on the goal line and they got that that 
Corvette Camaro, Camaro, Corvette Camaro, Corvette Camaro sitting back there. They play around with teams and saying, you know what, let's do a shovel pass to Taysom Hill. They don't need him. They don't need him to win games even for that. It's cool that he gets passes. He hasn't even thrown that much. Um, but it's such a – like I think the Eagles offense is good, but the, but the Saints offense is way more prolific than ours, and it's just a novelty that he's there. So you, we're not Drew Brees. We're not Sean Payton. We don't have their offense, and we have way bigger holes to fill than a backup quarterback in the second round. All right, but listen uh... – we keep using Taysom Hill as an example. Who's our backup quarterback right now, Boomer? It's Nate Sudfeld. Does Nate Sudfeld have six touchdowns to his lifetime career? That's what Taysom Hill got the Saints last year. Again, yeah, you're using the Taysom Hill literally- example, but who did the Saints just, just sign? Jameis Winston. Yeah, I know. To a backup quarterback. Yeah, and he's making no money. You sound like we couldn't draft Jameis Winston to back up Carson Wentz. Who else did they just sign? Who else did they just sign? Oh, I'm not – They signed Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Wait, one year, right? To the the same year – the same amount of years Jameis Winston got, right? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Two fucking years because they value Taysom Hill. Listen, I'm not claiming Taysom Hill is uh, Rob Gronkowski. I'm not claiming he's Joe Montana. He's a Swiss Army knife. I think the only reason uh, – no, hold on. I'm giving my true blue reason why we drafted Hurts. We drafted Hurts first and foremost because he's a successful quarterback in the college uh, category, but he fell to our lap. They like what he can do with his hands and feet. They don't trust Carson Wentz's durability, and that breaks my heart. Anybody that says anything different, they're fucking high. That's why we drafted Hurts. And if you're fucking Carson Wentz, Boomer, if you just got a raise at your job and they said, hey, you're the next man, and uh, blah, 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 whatever, and then they bring the same guy in, the same thing you do, and they pick him in the second round. Like, aren't you disrespected? Like, aren't you pissed off? Like, when does human being accountability come into effect here? No, I agree with you. I'm not – your points are accurate, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just – you know, you're talking about the draft pick in a sense where second rounder Taysom Hill was undrafted. Yeah, I know he was. You're telling me you couldn't you couldn't pick somebody up like you know it was like I said I was watching the draft and on Saturday in like the middle of the nobody cares rounds, and I'm like like some team picked up some uh, some quarterback. I don't even remember the guy's name. He was it was like sixth round, and the comments like yeah, this is like a Taysom Hill like player. You can probably run some gadget plays and do this and that. Like. You're telling me you couldn't do that anyway or pick up some guy late in the, late in the draft? Like, Boomer, my therapist has given me advice. Like, to do your best to role play and try to wrap your mind around why the fuck they did what they did. And that's all I'm doing right now. But the, genu- the genuine consensus in my mind is 
there was other needs. They were right there on your lap, defensively and offensively, and we decided to take a backup quarterback. Will it? Will it benefit us? Will it hurt us? I I have no more words. I'm literally literally starting to shake again. <laughs> you need to calm down. All right. Uh, yes, like this it sparked me, man. I was I was angry that I even talked. I didn't even talk to you that night. I tried texting you, and you were probably shaking or something like that. I, I don't know what you were doing. I was shaking. Yeah, I, I just, I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. I'm, I'm not going to be supportive of it. I just think it was just mismanaged. Like, why are we taking this guy? He may be good. He may actually be a quality quarterback. Who knows? They're talking. About, I, somebody said they're going to switch him to running back. He's going to run the ball. Like, why? Can I, can I end it on that note, though? I mean, you, you can say whatever you want. I mean, you can go forever. If we needed a quarterback, we just got a guy that literally, with two different programs, had a 1,000 touchdowns between his feet and his arms. He's obviously a gifted athlete. Obviously, I mean, his intangibles need some work. He needs to work on his touch, this and that. But I'm saying, like, this guy is a dangerous player, but the fact that we may only get – how many times are we going to get this guy on the field on a given Sunday, boom? What's the over-under? They're going to give him a – they're going to put him out on the field and have some – line up as a wide receiver or come back on motion to be quarterback and run the ball three yards, and then everyone's going to be like, oh, that didn't work. That sucks. Come off the field. And then they'll go back to their regular offense. That's the impact he's going to have the first year. That's why I'm having a hard time rap. That's why I need therapy. That's why I have to, like, uh, I have a whole breathing system, the whole nine. A bunch of guys that literally could have helped us immediately fell to us, and we didn't take it. So. You need to meditate find Jesus or something. I don't know. My right-hand epidermis is going to be nerve damage as well. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't, don't, don't hate. You know, I gotta, gotta do what I gotta do. You know, you're, you're living a life. Jackie's a great girl, man, but I'm jealous of you, man. A lot of self exploration over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that what we call it? That's that's what we're calling. It. I don't know. I seen Carmen Electra the uh, other night on the Jordan documentary. Ooh, still got it. Hey, I've been watching it. I enjoy myself. You a fan? You a fan of the show? You like it so far? Dig it, man. It's giving you, like, the inside scoop. I like, love that shit. You I never mean, heard Jordan curse in your life. Like, it's showing you shit. Dropping like, F-bombs. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, he's dropping fuck bombs left. I'm right. I do like it. I, I love the inside because you really don't know a lot about that. You don't really know a lot about him. You don't really know a lot about what happened with that team. I'd like to think I know a lot about sports, but I will say this. I was – I'm off on this one. If you asked me who was the most overrated coach in NBA history, my hands-down answer would have been Phil Jackson. Let's really? face it. He came, he came in after Phil Collins, our former coach of the Sixers. I love you, Phil. Uh, he took over Michael Jordan, Pippen, and that whole era, and they won their championships. 
and then he took over the Shaq and Kobe era. So, like, oh, my God, you're so special. I mean, I feel like I could have won championships with – but I don't – have you watched documentaries, Boone? Yeah, I watched them all so far. Phil Collins just fed the ball to Jordan. Soon as Phil but they didn't win. They didn't in, win that way. And they didn't win that way. This is going to my point. Phil came in, and Michael admittedly so said, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of Phil, blah, blah, blah. Phil came in and said, let's spread the ball around. It's not like they picked up Rodman in 1991. Like, they didn't – they still had Paxton, Pippen, Jordan. They didn't yeah. pick up any, like – like, Phil Jackson, to my point, deserves a shit ton more credit to his name than I gave him credit for. I thought he was just the beneficiary of, like, a great insurance policy. Okay, he so you're, come, you're, coming, over you're coming around on him a bit and saying, I got you. I agree. I mean, I didn't really see him as some overrated coach. I mean – I thought he was. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that's neither here nor there. I just – yeah, I, I'm. I like the doc. I like seeing back the back ends. I think they could do a whole series on just Rodman. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I just love him. Buddy. I love the. I love how he's just a rebel, man. It's great. I hear you, dude. Hey, whatever we can do to put our freaking grasp on sports, we're we're literally leeching to it. Because me, Spence, and Boomer. Are dying over here. We need some fucking sports. <sighs> if I watch one more um, virtual NASCAR race, I might throw myself out a window. Wait a minute, buddy. Is anybody in the world dying for sports work watching virtual NASCAR races? I'll admit I did sit down and watch a couple episodes. I did watch a little bit of it. You might be alone in that one. But, hey, listen, we get the picture. We're all dying for sports. <laughs> We're all dying. We need something, right, you know? <laughs> oh man I, I had fun I, with you tonight man I had fun with you man I, is there anything else you want to cover or, I don't know man I think I'm good I mean we went we're pretty long um unless you have any other thoughts I think uh I think it's gonna wrap it up I mean I think if I talk to you about Jalen Hurts anymore you might throw yourself out a window or call yeah I think I might yourself. you know I don't want you to do that that's not good you don't want me to do that I mean, if you want to play in traffic a little bit, I might be opposed. Ah, you jerk off. Hey, man. Hey, we're all in the same boat. We all want sports back. Everybody stay safe. I mean, I, I just can't wait to get back to normalcy. Boom, boom. Let's do it, pal. Good first episode. Way to go. All right, buddy. Mending it here, man. See ya. See ya. Thanks again for tuning in to episode one of the One Clap Podcast. Uh, bear with us as we go through the growing pains a bit, but we'll be sure to bring more content each week. Uh, fancy football, thoughts on just about everything else. So uh, find us on Twitter at the One, one Clap and uh, subscribe and follow to the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you. Before I get questions, man, I'd like to say something. Everybody, One Clap! I don't cut the checks. Great cash, homie. Everybody, one clap.